the G220 effect. I am Steve. And I'm Denai. Yeah, the boof, the boof, the boof. We haven't left, y'all. We still here. We don't got to go back. We just stayed here, y'all. We still here in the booth. And guess what we do? Rep Jesus Christ. <laughs> I love that. We are the set of Jesus Christ. Yeah. We call the disciples of Christ. Yeah. Amen. Wait, wait, wait. Take two. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. Well, Action. we're really excited again to come on today and just talk about the goodness of God. But you know what? Today, I'm really really excited in my heart because I'm just thinking about my testimony. Every one of us have that special testimony that we can tell others that this is how I knew that I knew that I knew that Jesus was real. And today the Holy Spirit brought it back to my remembrance. Remember when you didn't know Jesus, but you searched him and you said, Lord, help me. And he answered your prayer and he took you from being broken to being made whole to knowing that in him, there's all things that I need and I lack of nothing. So it's amazing when you think about the goodness of God and you think about your testimony that nobody oh, can ever take away from you. That's Ooh. yours. That is yours so that you know, just like Jesus said, Peter, he was asking the disciples, who did they say I am? He, and then he said, these things are not revealed to you by flesh. These things are spirit. And for me, knowing that Jesus is real was not revealed by the flesh, but it was yeah, revealed yeah, in the spirit yeah, that yeah, he is yeah. Lord over my life. And I have loved him ever since because it is true to me. That is my testimony. That is my truth. And I'm going to stand on that unto eternity. And you know what's, correct, what's great and good about it is that the rock of our salvation, the rock of Gibraltar, the rock that stands tall, it's Jesus who is the rock, you know, the rock of my salvation. And I believe Jesus is, was, and is to come. And so... When we talk about the goodness of Jesus, we talk about our Lord and Savior and what he's done for us. Such a great testimony, such great things we can talk about. We can go in circles all day, but here we are. We hit you with another day, another thing, another topic that's going to be what you need at that very moment. Amen. We're excited. And before we even go into the scripture, which we always ask, if you got your Bible, get your Bible out. We're going to be starting in Matthew 28 today. So we're going to take our time, read Matthew 28, and we're going to keep it moving. But before we do, I just wanted to say that before I could even get to a place where I could share this wonderful testimony and call upon the name of the Lord, somebody had been telling me about Jesus. It started out in Sunday school. I remember all the songs oh, I used to sing. <laughs> oh, something about named Jesus. <laughs> no, I didn't sing it that in Sunday school. <laughs> I sing more like Father Abraham. But... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Father Abraham had many sons. And, and many, many sons that father, father Abraham. Abraham. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it started. But oh, somebody started ministering to me who Jesus was. And that was my aunt. You know, we came from a traditional Methodist church. And my aunt had found out about this Holy Spirit. And, and, and she had been uh, uh, taught about the Holy Spirit. So she was operating under oh, different understandings. So she would. That word of she, knowledge. <laughs> so she would come and she would share. And she would just inspire me to know. Jesus better to have a relationship yeah, so when I yeah, needed yeah. Awesome, Jesus awesome, I knew awesome. 
knew who to call on because she had sowed that seed into my life. So this is why I wanted to share that little bit before we went into scripture that today we're talking about the word go. It is so important that we go. So put that down today. Go put it in your heart, in your mind, in your spirit. This is the essence of who we are. And by essence, I just mean this is our nature should be. We are on the move as believers of Jesus Christ. Never stagnant, never stopped, never at a standstill, but to be always moving is what God called us to do. And you know what? We sometimes have to get replenished. But after you get replenished, guess what happened? You got to go. And for some, you know, in the natural, we replenish with Gatorade. But nah, (laughs) you about to replenish with something better than that. And that's that Holy Spirit. Come on now. And when you get that Holy Spirit, guess what it's charging you to do? It's charging you to go. Amen. So Matthew 28 verses 18 through 20, we're going to start off there. And it says, and Jesus came and spake unto them saying, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go again, go again, go ye therefore (laughs) and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the father and the son and the Holy ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. I, you know what? I really like that last part where he said, I am with you always. And it was a foreshadow right there of what was to come. You know, when he said that, you know, in the, the verse before, he ended off with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And so... I am with you always until the end was a foreshadow of someone who was going to come, you know. And so it's awesome when you read the scripture about going. It's it's just in our nature what God is charging us to do, you know, when we know him and we we get the we get the, the you know the assignment. The assignment is not to be standing in one spot and and producing there. It's to go and compel men. It's go to compel men and go to and to compel men to want to know who jesus is you know and then like like peter said who do man who jesus said to peter who do man say that i am you know and 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 they add they said they some say you elias and some say you this guy and some say you that guy but he said they say art thou thy the christ i know i said that wrong but yeah but (laughs) (laughs) but but you know what i mean you know and 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 when they said that you know it was such emphasis on that in the scripture when we read it but can you imagine being there when they said who jesus was and then he 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 proclaiming exactly yes i am him and you know and you read 18 18 is very descriptive where it says he had all power was given unto him in heaven and earth meaning that nothing that he couldn't do in his own will nothing he couldn't do in his own strength that we couldn't we couldn't ask for because he had all power i can imagine what the uh disciples are thinking at this moment like okay what do you mean you're going to be with us always you know especially when they start hearing him say oh i'm uh, it's my my time has come to an end like yeah. they're all grieved in their spirit so how are you going to be with us always i don't Man. i don't understand and so i love that you brought that out that you know he was saying what was to come what yeah. was to come was the holy spirit yeah, yeah, who's yeah. now yeah, for in sure. every believer not just jesus being present with the disciples and walking with them and talking 
talking with them and praying with them in that moment. But he knew that if he left, it's better that I leave so that what the comforter can come and be with you all, every one of you, empowering you to be able to to go and do the work. It's like any master builder that they, they give you the assignment before you actually have the tools. You know, it's so you would be prepared to get the right tools to go out and do the job. And so here is Jesus just preparing them, saying, you know what? You know what? The assignment is that you go. And you know what? When you go, you know, teach all men and observe all things and tell them the goodness of me. I command you to do, you know. And so he's giving them the assignment like the master builder he is to tell them and and, and, to, and to give them direction so they will know exactly what tools to use when they go you know and it's funny because it's like it makes you think like oh my goodness jesus is just like awesome but he knew that they they had to have something more than just you know him because if hey, they truly depended on him then they wouldn't go They'd be like, okay, Jesus, where are we going? We're going exactly with you. But Jesus like, uh-uh, 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 you have to go. And guess what? I'm going to give you the tools because I'm going to be with you always and today. And they're like, okay, man, we know people die, so how are you going to be with us to the end? You know, but here it is. You know, you go a little farther down the next, you go in like the next couple of books, you get to the book of Acts, and then he gives you exactly what he's talking about when he says, I'm going to be with you always until the end. So let's just look at that word go. So I looked it up in the Strong's Concordance. Okay, bear with me while I try to pronounce how it sounds in the Greek, y'all. <laughs> it says, pour you omai. Pour you omai, which means to traverse or travel, literally or figuratively. <laughs> especially to remove, uh, to depart, to go, to go away, to walk, to go on a journey. So it's always good. We love doing this to cross reference all words so that we can have the, the, the original text and the original understand as, as original as we can get it to understand it even better. So here Jesus is telling them to go, go and baptize in the name of the father, the son and the Holy spirit. And, um, at that time they're probably thinking, what is the Holy ghost? What, 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 what do you mean? Like, oh, may, maybe some of them remembered what uh, John the Baptist did when he baptized Jesus. And he's like, oh, you, you know what? I baptized with water, but he's going to baptize the Holy Ghost and fire. So, <laughs> you know, it's just always good to think. What are they thinking at this point, at, at least for me? Um, what are their thoughts? But Jesus knew exactly what was to come. And yeah. that was uh, the Holy Spirit. And we go now um, to the book of Acts. And it says something very important in the book of Acts. So we're going to just read Acts 1, verses 4 through 5 and verse 8. So we're going to just encourage you again, open up your Bible, put a little marker on that. It's always good to go there. Um, It says here in Acts 4 through 5, 1, verses 4 through 5, it says, And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father. This is Jesus again. Yeah, yeah, with the yeah. disciples, which saith he, have ye have ye have heard of me? For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, not many days hence. And then we go down to verse eight. It said, but ye shall receive power after that the yeah, Holy Ghost. So yeah. now it's even more revelation, right? This Holy Ghost is going to give you power. So, but yeah, ye will receive yeah. power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you and ye shall be witnesses of me 
both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. And look at that. So the master builder now he's given them assignment. And now it's the time when you get in the tools to actually complete the mission. And so here it is, the Holy Ghost. You know, we know later on they, they get filled with the Holy Ghost in upper room. And now guess what? They began to disperse to do the assignment. But guess what? And the amazing part is that as believers God prerequisite was always for us to go you know he's always called us to go and do and go and do but here we are we at a standstill in the house that we call the house of the Lord you know and and and, and what that means we call it the church but you know figuratively the building is not the church you know the actual church is God's people and so here we are. If God's telling us to go, why are we housing ourselves in a building? But, you know, before we even go to, 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 to now where we are, but I just really like what you said, Stephen. I want to stay on that for just a second. Yeah. Talking about it's, it's important that the builder has now given us the tools to be able to go. So guess what? Now, if you have believed unto me, because, you know, you're going to have to believe in Jesus first for the remission of your yeah, sins. Yeah, most definitely. So that you can receive this precious gift gift, which is the Holy Spirit. If you haven't gotten a chance to listen to our podcast, we have an old one called, um, <laughs> <laughs> called who is the Holy ghost. It's so good to just go listen to that because we explain who the Holy ghost is. And, and, and we really give an understanding because Jesus says they will not know yeah. him. They won't, I mean, they will not receive him because they see him not and they don't know him. So yeah. it's important yeah. to know who the Holy spirit is. He's here to empower us as believers to be able to go and witness Jesus and bear witness to what he spoke, what he said, who he is. And we have that, even though we never encountered Jesus. I I, and, I didn't spend time with Jesus in and, Jerusalem. And you know what's so funny <laughs> and unique about it is that here it is, the Holy Spirit has come and it's making us bear witness with our heart. You know, making us have a truly heart confession unto God, knowing that I know him with my heart. You know, and, and, you know, it's crazy because not a lot of times when we try to get to know something, we want to see it visually. We want to be able to tell what it looked like, all the all the different parts of the structure, all the different things, the integral pieces of the puzzle and all that good stuff. But here it is to know God. You become an eyewitness with your heart confession unto Christ, with your heart confession unto him. And, and how does that happen? How does that translate? By receiving, by saying, I asked, I, I, I believed and I received. And so on that receiving end of it is that I became open, open to receive who Jesus Christ is, which is Lord. And how did I do it? By not with my eyes, but with my heart, knowing. Amen. And that's part of the Holy Spirit's conviction, even in the world. That's what the Bible teaches us, that he comes to convict the world of sin, of righteousness and of judgment. So yeah. he's there to always remind yeah. us that we are sinners in need of grace to yeah. be saved by grace through faith. We are saved. Praise yeah. God. And just by receiving this precious gift of the Holy yeah, Ghost, we can now go and be able to be witnesses like my aunt was to me saying, hey, you need to pray. Hey, God is there for you. He loves you. And her 
boldness, even yeah, though here yeah, I definitely. am, I come from a traditional church and I think I pray already. What do you mean? You know, I need a better relationship with Jesus who, you know, Holy Spirit. What is that? You know, but she had the boldness to still share despite my, my feelings of maybe re not really wanting to receive it at that time. Um, she still was bold enough to share. And this is the empowerment that comes with the Holy Spirit. And I remember she even, uh, would, would tell me about, Oh, call this person and, and, and they have the gift of prophecy and they would give me a word of knowledge or word of wisdom. And I'm like, how did they know this about my life? How did they, <laughs> why? Because it's the Holy Spirit's yeah, power yeah, in us that yeah. empowers us to be able to, to, to share those things and to, to, to show people that Jesus is real and loves you. And he has a great plan for your life. Definitely. So, definitely. So he really wants us to go, but, um, let's, there's a great testimony that, um, um, yeah. Steve has regarding, um, just this word go and we don't want to leave without sharing that i know we get excited but yeah it is so good um yeah. to share because this just tells us the importance of going and this was a prophetic word that uh steve received in july of 2019 while we were sitting in church in a church setting yeah <laughs> and, and, and you know what's amazing is that you know during the service you know i felt like the more, the more, the more, the more. But at the same time, you know, the Holy Spirit unctioned me to start to write. And and I started writing. And I'm like, when I started writing, um, I dated it and everything. And the the, the the title of it was The Four Walls. And and I was like, wow, okay. And and so the, the Holy Spirit began to speak to me and said the era, the church era, the four-wall church era is coming to an end. And I was like, oh, the four walls mean it's a building. Okay. And so when when he started to, to continue to talk to me, he gave me descriptions of what was going on and how he believed and how he loved us and all that good stuff. But he basically just said the walls of the church is decaying because you got so much stuff in there that he didn't call to be in there. And he didn't choose for it to be in there. And a lot of this stuff is man-made. And so... You know, and when you think of it, you think about the world and, and you know, how the pandemic began. It's like, wow, you know, and and after the pandemic, the, the church hasn't been the same as it was before, you know, and that was the biggest sign when he showed me. I was like, wow, you know, it was like, oh, man, look, look at this. This is this is crazy because this is exactly what he showed me in when I was writing. When I was writing in detail, and, and basically the Lord was just saying that, you know, we can't move in works. We have to move in the power of the Holy Spirit. And so the Holy Spirit is what's going to lead us and guide us. And remember, the Holy Spirit is always telling us the truth. And so a lot of times when we get outside ourselves and get outside of the will of God, we begin to do the I, me, the it, it, it's me, is I know, you know, and all that different type of stuff. But the Holy Spirit is the only thing that's going to give you total truth every time. And so he was, he was basically saying that in, in some sense that we have got away from the Holy Spirit. And the truth of God. And we got into all of this preaching and overly preaching and overly teaching where we began to, to, to diagram what we doing to the T instead of allowing the power of the Holy Ghost to actually render what he does. And that's to tell us the truth and set us free. Amen. And and that's such a like a awesome testimony because as he received this word, um, that was even before, like he said, the 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 pandemic of uh twenty twenty 
happened 2020 yes um happened and 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 so seeing the word of god just come to to fulfillment and i remember at that time when we received the word uh we felt an unction from the holy spirit to start going out there and, and actually ministering so we had a couple of friends of ours and we'll go out and we'll minister at a at a uh like this park and we would just Pre, I mean, not preach, but we would just uh, talk to people and share the word with people. And it was so encouraging because it was really showing us that, yes, the mission is truly to go because at the time, you know, and, and I'm just going to be bold in saying this, and it's not to offend anyone, but it's to just speak truth that, you know, some of these settings of the church has become like, oh, we're so community based and we're here to just have coffee and eat donuts together. And, and, and yet we, we hardly speak the word of of, of the Lord. We hardly share Jesus. We hardly, uh, see the Holy spirit moving in power and in truth, but we are a community of people that do love God together. That's it. Right. And, and you, I got a stage and I got props and I got all these good stuff. So you can look at it and you can see what, oh my, from my description, this is how God works. And you know, you know, the Bible said that, you know, that, that God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And so we know that this, with God details in our life. He details things the way he said in divine order and the way he does his thing. And so the Holy Spirit would give us revelation on how God desired things and how he wants things. And so one of the major things that it, it, it that that I was saying was the four in the four walls. What the, the thing is, is that we began to house everything that God said, give. You know, all the gifts that God want us to use to in the world, we began to house them and just keep them to ourselves. And then when we look at the world, we wonder why the conditions are the way they are. It's because the gifts are being hidden into the in the church, in the big church buildings, instead of in the church, the physical church, which is us, where it should be going out in everyday life, moving and doing. And 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 I, and I cater that because I say I cater that to the the simple fact that the world system is the world system is set up that we may toil, we may toil and toil and to the point where we forget to do exactly what God say do. So we begin to work in our own will and not the will of God. And that's a dangerous place. And, you know, we always like to go back to this, that we asked for a king, meaning we asked for this type of system that we now have working within us, which is uh, a system of, oh, we need a, 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 a governmental official. And then this is the order. And then uh, because of that, we, we function under that. So now yeah. when you have a group of people, I never really studied sociology deeply like that, but I can imagine when you have a group of people there has to be some sort of order. So now when we talk about the church building and, and we have fallible people, right? God is infallible, but we have fallible people and, and, and we're all gathered in one place. Something is going to go wrong. And here yeah. we are. Then we, yeah. we, we see the result of that being people having church hurts people having, and this is not to bash what the church looks like, but it's just to encourage that we yeah. should, like yeah. Steve said, yeah. be doing God's will by allowing the Holy spirit to move yeah. and allow us to see what we need to be doing. Not so much as, 
chaos. This is the system. This is the order. So let's not create chaos because you know, if yeah. we do that, then if we preach this word, then people won't come and pay the pay, uh, pay their tithes or give their offerings so that we can have enough money to be able to afford this building. So, you know, keep your message good and sweet. Okay. Encourage the people, make them feel good so that they want to come back. And, and, and it's those things that are, it's not the Holy spirit leading us to those things. And therefore the sustenance of that is not going to be really valid. It's yeah, going to end yeah. up being very watered down, very, uh, not powerful, uh, humanly kind of gathering rather than it being power and a demonstration of power because we're not allowing the Holy spirit to lead. And I always say a lot of times while we feel, when we feel like we're missing something or we feel like something's missing is because we are not allowing God or the Holy spirit to do exactly what he said he would do. You know, Jesus said this great thing when he was on the mountain of transfiguration, he said, not my will, let your will be done. And so that is the essence of what we should be is, you know what? Let me reject my will. My will wants to have a big house. My will wants to work hard to get it. My will wants to have a nice car. My will wants to work hard to get it. My will wants the nice clothes or the nice things or the nice watches and all this thing. And it wants to work hard to get it. So it can say, I did it. You know, but God's will says we did it. We did it. We did it. It never it never regurgitates the eye, but it says we and we did it by the Holy Ghost and the Holy Spirit. And so the, when you look at and the, the authority world, of Jesus, yeah, Amen. under the authority of Jesus, because guess what? The Holy Spirit bears record and bears witness of Jesus Christ. So it refers to Jesus. And so, you know what? The, and the, the scriptures say the only way to the father is through the son. And so guess what? You're getting all three in the package. But I, I said this at the end of the prophetic word that God had gave me. I said the world is crying out due to the lack of knowledge of God in Christ Jesus. And that simple put is like the world is waiting for the sons and daughter of God to come out from amongst the building and go out into the world and compel them. But the, the question is, is it too late? But we know the answer. The answer is it's never too late for God to do exactly what he can. Yes, but we need to hear things like this. And that's why, you know, we, we've, we've made up our mind and it compels. We are compelled in our spirit. We are compelled to share the truth, the truth of what the word says, to, to encourage people to have a relationship with the Father uh, uh, through the Son and through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit bears witness to Jesus, like Steve said, and Jesus yeah. Jesus is, is Lord. So, yeah, so yeah. because of that, we need to have a, a relationship where we can personally be led by the Holy spirit and not say okay if my pastor didn't say it then it's not credible no did you read it in your word did yeah did you read it yourself it? because jesus even yeah, warns yeah. us that they will be wolves in sheep clothing so yeah. they will appear as if they are speaking the right thing but they're not even following after god's will yeah. and here you are every sunday you're going to go sit down and you're hearing the word and you, you what he says is the only thing and then you miss out on being that goal that goal was an assignment for every individual that makes up the church. So you <laughs> who's listening uh, have the responsibility to go. What is the words telling you? What is the word telling you to go do? Because you're supposed to go and, yeah. and baptize yeah. people in the name of the Father, yeah. the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And it's so sad that so many people don't even know how to lead somebody to Christ. I've been in church 40 years and, and oh no, I just got to bring them to church so they can get saved. Yeah. And, it's, it, and this is what yeah. Steve is saying, that the world needs 
needs us to manifest yeah. the power of Jesus. I'm yeah. in the grocery store and I feel the Holy Spirit saying that person is going through something. Go and begin to speak with them. And as yeah. I open my mouth, he starts yeah. to give me a word of knowledge, a yeah, word yeah, of wisdom definitely. through his Holy Spirit. And then at the end of that, I say, you know what? Jesus Christ loves you. He's Lord. This is what he came on earth to do. Do you believe unto Jesus? If you do, if you believe in your heart, just confess with your mouth. You're now saved. And guess what? Do you know who the Holy Spirit is? You are not going to be doing this life alone. But he sent his son. He, I mean, he sent his son and his son said there will be the Holy Spirit and you receive him and you'll be empowered to be able to go and witness Jesus to others too, your family and, and all those that need it. And you will have power to live this life in this freedom that you just experienced. But many people can't do that. Yeah. And, and you know why? And it's, it's awesome because this is an awesome freedom that you get for free. It's nothing that God is giving you that you can't have that's not free, that he gives freely. And so that's the biggest thing, you know, when you think about the goodness of Jesus, when you think about what God can do, you think about all the things that he has set us up for. And to, in order to go, you first have to have faith. You know, and how do you get faith? By hearing the word of God, you know, faith coming by hearing and hearing the word of God, what the scriptures speak and then having belief, because this is the most important thing. How can I go if I don't believe in what I'm being sent to do? You know, and if you if how, how is it possible for you to go do anything if you don't believe that you were sent to do it? It's impossible to do. So you first have to have faith. You first have to be, and you have to believe in who's sending you to do it. And that's when we read the scriptures, when we get into the word, when we get into Acts, when we get into John, Mark, and Luke, and Matthew, and you get to see the disciples, you get to see what they did. Jesus said, okay, you know what? It comes a time when I won't be with you. Guess what? The comforter will come. And when he come, he's going to empower you to go. He's going to come, come down with power. He's going to come down with fire. Amen. And he and you're going to speak in new tongues. <laughs> Don't let us go there. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. those tongues are going to edify you in faith. Not only that, but they're going to be uh, an intercession of the Holy Spirit when you don't know what to pray. They're going to yeah, uh, those yeah, new tongues yeah. are going to remind you that you are in one accord with other believers. And this is the power that we have. And it's not to be housed in one place. Yeah. You should be going. Those that are uh, uh, shepherding you should be encouraging you to, to go, go out there. And not encourage the you to have membership <laughs> but to encourage you to go and i mean it's nothing to, it's nothing wrong with belonging to a church but it's something wrong when you don't grow in that church it's something very wrong with that because guess what god calls us all to grow and get to get no, more knowledge of him you know because he desires what with us a relationship and so because of he wants a relationship guess what happens when he when you get the relation he gets the relationship with you He's going to charge you to go and, and, and what you have, give to somebody else that they may, they may bond or form a relationship like you have, you know, and they begin to go. And guess what? They get someone else to form a relationship and they get someone else because guess what? The Great Commission has always been to go amen and you know the holy spirit just gave me this vision quickly uh of us being in the church we're sitting on the pews or the the seats whatever and we are 
talking about how the world is so messed up and the world is this and the world is that, but yet we're sitting here doing absolutely nothing, nothing. when we know that the word says that God has the ability to change man's heart. He knows man's heart. So guess what? The issue with man is his heart. So how about we go with the word and the power of the one who can change the heart, yeah. the one who could, whose yoke can, 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 and anointing can break the yoke of bondage. We go and minister that word. That person will be changed. So go, go. It's not, we can't sit in looking out, talking about how bad it looks when we yeah. have the keys and the ability and the power to be able to transform what we see with with the word of god yes some will refuse not everybody's gonna say yes when that call comes jesus tells us that you know what and some are not gonna say yes but it's okay you still have the 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 assignment to go out there and baptize in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit and so what's being said is you can't be you can't be scared on the front line of the battlefield you have to be the one that's actually going to go out there and battle amen because you've been empowered to do so and this has been the g220 effect and we're we're ghosts